It's been a while since we've done this podcast. Like a month? Yeah. I hope we're still funny. Welcome to Movie Painter Pleasure Podcast, the show that talks out of both sides of its mouth. I'm your co-host, Melanie Harvey Dent Gibson. And if you're just listening to the podcast, go to our Instagram, Movie Painter mm. Pleasure Podcast, or whenever we have the video up on YouTube, and you can see that I have one side, my hair is curly, I have dark eye makeup and red lipstick, and the other side is sweet and pulled back and pink blush and a white earring. I've got a white shirt on one side and a dark pinstripe black shirt on the other, so I'm doing my best to cosplay Harvey Dent. All of that to say, I'm joined by AJ, who's wearing a Batman t-shirt. Yeah, I didn't try. I'm also drinking this little bottle, it's so cute, of Jim Beam Peach. Nice and summery. AJ, what movie are we talking about? The best Batman movie ever. Ooh, okay, we're gonna debate that. If you if you think about it... Oh my god, this is so good! Well... <laughs> it's like a Peach Jolly Rancher. Ew, that sounds terrible. And then has the burn of whiskey. No. This is amazing. That sounds awful. Oh. Um... If you think about it as a comedy, quality for quality, it might be the best Batman movie ever. And... Because I laughed the entire I know. fucking movie. Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey at his 90s peak... His buffoonery. ...killed me. Yeah, tell the little story about Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, God. Apparently, at some point, Jim Carrey... Uh, tr he went up to talk to Tommy Lee Jones because he saw him in a restaurant while they were filming the movie and he just wanted to like talk to him, see how it was going, maybe have dinner with him. And Tommy Lee Jones told him he could not, he could not abide, abide his buffoonery. <laughs> Son, I can't abide your buffoonery. Tommy Lee Jones so, is from Texas um, and he sounds like And that. after watching this, like... Tommy. <laughs> I was almost embarrassed for Tommy Lee Jones because he was so silly. But he I he was trying his ass off. He was trying his ass off and he made Two-Face fucking crazy. Well, I mean. Like the Aaron Eckhart one in the Christopher Nolan movie. He was written movies. crazy though. Yeah, and the, he was just angry and grieving in the in the um the dark night. If this is how he came out after the the what happened in the dark night, like this is how Two-Face oh, came been out. Amazing. That would have been hilarious. I, the Joker wouldn't have liked it because he can't have somebody funny. If he got half him. his face burned off and then he ran around town just stealing shit and going... <laughs> Waving a big cartoonishly large gun around. Okay, let's talk a little bit about this movie. I'll read a quick synopsis of it. Oh, you've got your coin that you're going to flip. All right. Well, this one's both sides, so... So this movie was released on June 16th, 1995. Batman, Val Kilmer... I can't with this cast. Faces off against two foes. The schizophrenic, ow, horribly scarred former district attorney Harvey Dent, a.k.a. Two-Face, played by Tommy Lee Jones, and the Riddler, played by Jim Carrey, a disgruntled X-Wayne Enterprises inventor seeking revenge against his former employer by unleashing his brain-sucking weapon on Gotham City's residents. Period. Holy shit, that's a sentence. Uh. I'm gonna edit, you guys. Okay, there's one more sentence in this two-sentence synopsis. As the caped crusader also deals with tortured memories of his parents' murder. <laughs> That's something you laugh about. He has a new romance with psychologist Chase Meridian. She's the psychopath. Played by Nicole Kidman. So, Nicole Kidman was in one Batman movie, and Katie Holmes was in another Batman movie. And they both married Tom Cruise? Interesting. 
Hmm. It's a Scientology Does conspiracy. Does that mean that Tom Cruise is the real Batman? He probably thinks he's Batman. <laughs> he probably could have played, like, if they put him on a soapbox the entire film. <laughs> Aww, little Tom Cruise. Okay, so I looked up a few things today because I had some time on my hands and said, why is it called Batman Forever? Well, this movie is about duality, as you can see in my costume. And we have our characters of Two-Face, mm -hmm. literally, and then Jim Carrey's character, who is Edward Nygma, and then he becomes the Riddler. I, so whoa. Bruce Wayne really, we see a lot of Bruce Wayne in this movie, more than I think other Batman movies. And he really kind of struggles with the idea of, do I want to keep being Batman? And then kind of at the end, he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to be Batman forever. And uh, I'm, it's like the end of Dragon Ball Evolution, where Goku was like, I'm Osaru and Goku. He was... <laughs> Val Kilmer did it first. He's like, I'm Batman and Bruce Wayne. And we're like, yeah, we know. Everybody in the movie knows. We all know that you're Batman. Because of this stupid fucking smile. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay, and Tim Burton was not involved because, <laughs> this is really funny, not for him, but just funny, the reaction to Batman Returns by the public was swift and brutal. Oh, Tim Burton. That's sad. That's kind of a... I love that movie. I cried twice when I watched that movie as a kid. Once when the penguin visited his parents' graves, and then the second time when he died. <laughs> Fucking Danny DeVito made me cry in that movie. I always cried for the villains when I was a kid, and I'd hide it. I remember sitting in the theater like, shit, I don't want anybody to see me crying over the penguin. I always cry for the villains. Okay. That... I don't know. That's a real bitch <laughs> bitch move on Tim Burton's part, though. Yeah, people are mean. I thought it was because the the production company was being like, hey, let's be a little more kid-friendly, <laughs> which they definitely got with this one. Well, they did it and the they didn't. Other than the stuff with Chase after that bad dick. What? That scene where she's sleeping naked. Oh, and she's like... Oh, yeah, she's real creepy. She's real hot She's, like, super dick. obsessed with Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, get, let me get under that latex. Is that um, a Batarang, or are you just happy to see me? And also, uh, Jim Carrey, uh, the Riddler, just going like, Oh, this sexual fantasies I will absorb in my brain. Yeah, like, yeah, there was some stuff. What? Like, I don't know if this is very kid-friendly, but it was hilarious. Okay, we started out watching this as a probably going to be a hate watch because we heard this movie was bad we heard batman and robin with george clooney who was awful Ooh, i and think that, that one's going to be i think that one's going to be like a make me angry hate watch but batman forever is hysterical if, it's not good it's but it's so funny it is it's amazing it's perfect it's also did you mention that it's a noir it's a yes it it's a sequel or um what do you call it? an homage to the 60s batman yeah, and with all the the angles, they were shooting it at all these angles. Yeah, and like all the, 60s Batman. think of all the weird crimes they would commit, and then they would just sit and laugh and they, do bullshit. Yeah, they would. They did that constantly. They did, and throughout the thing this with, movie. with Two Face and his two girlfriends, one of whom was Drew Barrymore, that seemed very 1960s. -ish. It did, and they because they didn't have any reason to be there. They no. didn't establish them. They it was nothing but aesthetics. They were like, well, he's evil and. Not so evil, so we'll give him this chick and, and this chick. <laughs> it's like how the villains in the 1960s Batman would have these hot Bond girl looking But all they women. did was lay on the piano. Yeah. <laughs> like Liberace's piano. Yeah, she, um, was, she was probably the most useless henchwoman. But, okay, th it's a film noir, sort of. <laughs> like, the, the banter that Batman 
Val Kilmer <laughs> with his puffy face as with Nicole Kidman. It's just like uh, Humphrey Bogart, like, hitting on ladies and, like, throwing back, like, kind of bitchy compliments and shit the Ex- whole movie. Except for one part, and I'm going to get to that in just a second. So we'll go through a couple of plot points, and then I've got some Batman questions for you at the end. So it, it starts at the beginning with cartoonishly evil Two-Face has hostages and he's stealing jewels and shit out of a bank and Batman stops him and so he's talking to Commissioner Gordon who just looks like a giant ha- he looks like the Hamburglar or he's something. He's so fucking fat! Like he's just this old pudgy like oh my god. Oh I got out of bed for this? Oh my god Bruce thank god you're here. Come here. The, the guy in there he's got all our shit go get him. He used to be a cop Commissioner Gordon. Fuck, bring me another hamburger. Yeah, bring, sorry. Bring the butter. Are we fast-shaming Commissioner Gordon? Yes! He oh. just, he always, like, stumbles in in his bathrobe up to the bat signal like he just got Only out of bed. Only because usually Gordon, depending on which version you... Okay, in the comics, he's he's smart and he's a badass. In some of the animated movies, he's smart and he's a badass. Like, he can fight and shit. And then, in all the live-action movies, he's at very least a very competent detective. And then this one, he's just a bumbling fat dude that's always sounds out of breath. (laughs) I thought Gary Oldman was kind of a weenie in the Christopher Nolan movies. But he was trustworthy, and he was... He tried. He was a good cop. He was a damn good cop. <laughs> damn good cop on his last day of retirement. Okay. So Batman stops him, and then the whole press is there, and Nicole Kidman just sidles up to him. She's like, oh, oh, girl, what does this girl have to do to get under that bat cape? Oh, oh, do you, do you, what do you think of dressing up like a rodent? And how does Batman <laughs> respond? Bats are not rodents. Bats are not rodents. He gets... He has no sense of humor at all. Like, Batman usually doesn't anyway, but this guy has no sense of humor. AJ's about to say something edgy. He's autistic. Just a little bit. (laughs) Which is fine. Autistic people are awesome. But he's so honed in, and he has no sense of humor. Uh, (laughs) Not that autistic people don't have senses of humor. Picture Hank Hill, but instead of propane, it's bats. (laughs) what'd you say about bats yeah because god dang it bobby i mean she there was kind of a little bit of whimsy in what she said and he's just bats aren't rodents it's like he got (laughs) bats are not rodents and he's in the full suit in the full and it makes it look even goofier so her name is chase meridian does it move so this movie is so we're gonna be getting like more him hulking over this little woman just Bats are not rodents. Okay, we're going to be giggling like idiots through this movie, which is perfect because that's what Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey do for the whole movie. So anyway, her name is Dr. Chase Meridian, which sounds like a credit card. And she is a... It does. Chase Sapphire, Chase Meridian. They could get Kevin Hart to do the... the... I'm Kevin Hart, and this is Dr. Chase Meridian. Listen to her, y'all. And he can tell us how to save on cash back. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. So she's got the hots for Batman. Meanwhile, we see a lot of Bruce Wayne, and he's going in to look at one of his scientific labs, and this character named... Ed- scientific labs? I don't... Well, what would you call it? It's fucking... It, that's what it's supposed to be, but it's like if you... if you Okay, if you took the little chemistry lab setup that they always have in schools to show you what it's supposed to look like, and they shoved them into little cubicles... 
like a normal office cubicle. Yeah, it was like office cubicles with Dexter's Lab chemistry sets or something. And everyone has a big stupid like doctor's coat and <laughs> which is I guess fine. I wish I wish Jim Carrey was the only one wearing that that stuff. Oh. To make him look even weirder cuz he's just immediately like yeah. Bruce you're he's, finally here. He's a creeper. So he comes up to Bruce and he tells him that he has this invention that he wants to put it on every television set in America, possibly the world, and it connects to people's brain waves. And so yeah. I think it's supposed to line up like TV content with what they want and you can tune it into commercials. It's really Google Glasses for the 90s. Like it makes sense as an actual thing considering the world we live in I now. I feel like Elon Musk or... It's VR. It's VR. Elon Musk or Zuckerberg would probably try to make that Elon happen. Musk is trying to make it right now, and fuck you. Is that why he killed, killed those monkeys? Yes, that's why he killed the monkeys. Aw. Just so everybody knows. Just go to fucking Elon Mars. Musk p- p- pushed some fucking uh, neural link shit on some fucking... Yeah. <laughs> pushed some shit where they put these neural links in monkeys' brains, and they knew that it was making them have vomit fits and other types of sickness until they died <laughs> yeah so, and we're joined by jerifus and he said elon musk can eat a dick i agree can. eat he a dick go to mars dick. fuck off fuck Any, off elon musk. anyway but okay jim carrey's the riddler's fucking tv thing not a terrible idea but, but what the he, more that the implication what what <laughs> the implication what he did that was wrong was he was like bruce you gave me my job i think i owe it Give me an answer. He's right like, now. He's you have like, to give me an answer right now. Because Bruce is like, oh, make, a, make an appointment like, with my secretary. Let's do some tests real quick. And fucking, I don't know why I'm acting like I got, I got. I have glasses. Oh, that's another thing in this movie. <laughs> Bruce glasses. Wayne wears glasses. Yeah, yeah he's just I, like. He wears glasses the whole time. I think that's cool. I guess to make. It's. Clark does it. Yeah. Fuck it. So anyway. <laughs> so he's like, well, yeah, I think we need to run some tests and then we'll get back to you. And Jim Carrey is insane because he's Jim Carrey. And he's like, you know what, never mind. Um, you're fired, I guess, because you're creeping me the fuck out, bro. <laughs> yeah, so he gets fired and then after hours he kills his boss and perfects his brainwave machine thing and what he does is he alters the security tape where it looks like the guy just kind of dances out the window <laughs> yeah it's like the weirdest happiest jolliest suicide yeah and then the note just says goodbye cruel world i am okay. dead but the, okay here's a little detail that i really appreciate about val kilmer bruce wayne is that he's walking along and he's talking to his assistant and he said i want full coverage benefits for his family and his assistant says but the benefits don't cover suicide and he's like i don't care Full coverage benefits to his family. Good for you, Val Kilmer, Bruce Wayne, not shaming suicides. Good for you. Yeah, like for once, he's a billionaire who actually uses some of his money for some shit that would actually be useful. Just a little bit, because we don't want to do too much. Okay, so... I, I will forgive Batman being one of the worst superheroes in this movie, because it's fucking funny. But that's it. Yeah, it it is really funny in this. We entirely jumped over the... Like, everybody knows this quote, but we jumped over his flirting where he, was it, wait, was it when he was flirting with Nicole Kidman and she was, like, obsessing over him and he said, it's the car, right? Chicks love the car. He says that at some point. I don't know. Which, there's a thing with chicks in the car later and we'll get to that later. So next scene, Bruce has asked Chase to the circus because it's some kind of charity event. So a bunch of rich people are there 
and he, while he's standing there, he's like, you know, this is nice hanging out. Maybe we should go out sometime. And she goes, turns to him and says, well, I've met someone. And he's like, oh. And he doesn't know at this point. I'm like, bitch, you're so thirsty for Batman. You just talked to him. And you're obsessing over him. And you think you're together now? Girl. <laughs> yeah, she does that a That's couple times. It's, it's, um, Rob Donati Jody or whatever. It's Raj and... It's Raj and Suri. Yeah. Where she's like, well, I'm sort of seeing this guy, and this guy doesn't know. She's insane. Um, and the other guy, she starts hanging out with him anyway, and then she starts to get to like him, and she's like, oh, but I feel so bad about, um, my boyfriend, and Batman's on the other side. I wish he would have, like, forced her and played her against I'm like, <laughs> oh, you've met somebody, do I know him? I, I'm in a lot of social circles, so maybe I know who he, he is. He was pretty just like, okay, Okay, yeah. yeah, he was cool about it, don't... Don't don't force himself on women. Now, okay, what AJ is referring to is a Bollywood movie called Rob Nebanadi Jody, and we did a video and an audio podcast on it a couple of episodes ago, and it is hilarious. Shah Rukh Khan plays two different characters, a sweet guy named Story and a bad boy named Raj, and it's awesome. So let's go on with the movie. At the circus, there's rich people around, so of course Two-Face <laughs> and his gimp-looking goon show up, and I don't say gimp in an ableist way. I'm saying it in a BDSM Pulp Fiction, yeah, bring had, out the gimp way. He had the gimp mask. They have, like, the hoods and the cut and leather everything <laughs> and chains and piercings and stuff, so... <sighs> yeah. And, okay. <laughs> so he's got his BDSM goons. You just brought up the most unrealistic part of this. Oh. There's a bunch of rich people at the circus. At the circus. Where, you know, elephants shit on people. <laughs> like, yeah, so so he shows up because he wants to steal all their wallets and jewels and stuff like that. Now, meanwhile, we meet Dick Grayson. And he is a part of a trapeze artist family, the Flying And Graysons. they're already in their Robin suits, which I don't... That was kind of weird. I kind of liked that because then it's a, you know... It's a throwback, or it's a not a throwback, but it's a, a callback it, later. Yeah, when the Robin costume. Like okay, up. obviously that can't be his like real Robin costume because it looks like the original one, which is ridiculous. And he's you know twenty two, finishing his last year in high school, so <laughs> he has to have a big boy costume. But uh, yeah, so they all become heroes. Well, slash die. Yeah, so I I forget exactly how it happens, but they all fall to their death. So. Dick Grayson is very, very angry and blames Two-Face, and he wants to kill him. So, let's see. The Grayson Which, family dies. I think... I'm trying to remember... Okay, it wasn't the Joker in the comics. I thought... I was trying to remember if it was. It was not. But somebody killed his family. Or something. I think. But I don't think it was Two-Face. Anyway. That is comic book accurate, but I don't think it was Two-Face. Anyway. Continue. So, Batman, or Bruce Wayne, and Alfred... Played by Michael Goff. I looked up how to pronounce his name. Oh. The Alfred from, I think, the first two movies. It's and, all, he's in all four. Okay, and we really, he is a very comforting presence. We love Alfred in this movie. Michael Caine is his own thing. He's awesome, too, in the Christopher Nolan movies. But I really, this Alfred really grew on me. Jeremy Irons, meh. I hate, I didn't even think of those Batman movies with, um, what's his name, Ben Affleck. I hate those movies. Oh, I was right. I was writing was a list fine. of all the live-action ones I've seen. He was fine. as like a movies. badass Alfred. Um, this Alfred just wants grandkids, though. He just wants grandkids. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's egging Master Bruce to go ask Chase out. So anyway, he takes Dick. Oh, this is gonna sound weird the way I word it. He takes Dick in. 
He takes in dick. <laughs> he wishes he could take in he dick. He takes in dick to his big, big manor and says, hey, you can live with me if you want. And dick is just mad at the world and everything. But then he discovers, everybody finds out that Bruce Wayne is Batman in this movie. He sees Alfred go through kind of a secret room. And so he does all these gymnastics to oh, fly yeah. into he the Batcave. Like, he was like a kid at the top of the stairs. And he's like, I'll make a little noise. And then Alfred will think something's going on. He'll go in there. And then I'll jump in there. And But Alfred made a good joke before that because there was the one locked door. And Dick said, well, what's behind there? And, and straight face Alfred just goes... Master Bruce's dead wives. Bluebeard. <laughs> the legend of Bluebeard. Uh, great short story. That was the scariest short story I've ever heard. And, oh, okay, now that we're bringing up everyone finds out who Batman is in this, not like publicly, just on their own terms, um, Melanie started to go like, ah, oh, that's never happened before. And then what happened? Then I started naming off every... Well, Bane figures out who he is, and then... Ra's al Ghul always Ra's al Ghul knew who he, knew who he was. And let's see, in, in the Michael Keaton Batman, he just rips off his mask. He's like, I'm not fucking Batman. I'm just not Batman. So, so Penguin found out who he was. Yeah, so Penguin found out who he was. In the newest Batman, maybe Riddler knows who he is. We don't know necessarily I for sure. So. Uh, so, and then at the end, finally, at the end of the Christopher Nolan series, poor old dumb Gary Oldman, Bruce Wayne. Like, no <laughs> shit, everybody else knows this. Uh, so, okay, anyway, so Dick steals the Batmobile, and that's really funny, because he goes joyriding with the Batmobile, and he pulls out <laughs> these prostitutes, and the ladies are like, hey, Batman, what's going on, baby? <laughs> and they're all leaning over, and then the Batmobile opens, and they're like, oh, it's just a kid. Which, no, it's not. <laughs> it's a college student who's finishing high school. But they have the hots for Batman, too. I mean, it's Batman. Everybody wants Batman He's in got a movie. badass car. Okay, and also prostitutes excuse me but even if it's not batman he's at least the guy that stole batman's car yeah yeah Do does he not deserve attention that's kind of cool so let's get back to our villains so edward nigma fucking prostitute becomes the riddler after a couple of things in his little tiny apartment and he's actually what? what was the catalyst for him doing that oh he so he got super pissed about them shutting him down and firing him yeah and he just to screw with his boss, he put the brain thing on him and he realized he could absorb his brain power. Yes, he could so absorb... So that's when he officially started to become... Although he had Riddler. to go through a few... Iterations yeah. of the Riddler. And I will say that Jim Carrey is just the right level of absurd goofiness in this to be hysterical and not annoying. Like, I, my favorite movie is probably Dumb and Dumber. I've watched that movie like 40 times. It is funny every single time. I hate Ace Ventura. I think it is so stupid. It's not funny. I Dumb and Dumber, I yes. I didn't get through the first one, but I like the second one. Oh, I can't deal with it. So the Riddler, uh, chef's kiss, just the right amount of absurd Jim Carrey. And so which kind of reminds me of the Frank Gorshin Batman in the 1960s one was... A little more subdued, but he would always, <laughs> he'd have that, that wacky laugh. This one is not subdued. And he would get, no. He's, he's dancing for no one all the time. He's insane. He's got that rubber body, all the Jim Carrey faces. It's wonderful. So he tries to partner up with Two-Face and he says, look, I got this brainwave thing. You want to find out who Batman is. I want to 
get my machine out to the world. You steal a bunch of money, so give me the startup capital so I can start Enigma Tech, and we'll work together to find out who Batman is. And, and Two Face is basically like, well, I don't have shit to and do. The whole okay. time he's just like hunched over, like, yeah, let's fucking go, let's I, fucking go. I think he's in already. He's in one of his spandex suits, a green one with question marks on it, and they get yeah. more wild as it goes along. Oh yeah, eventually he just. His final form is Elton John. Yeah, we'll it's leave it at that. Let's just let, let's <laughs> save the save the splendor for later. So there they go on this mission. Tommy Lee Jones is basically like, "Can I still steal shit?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can steal shit." So actually, he this is kind of the best revenge thing of starting Nigma Tech, which becomes this incredible tech company in like overnight. a day and a half and it's on this <laughs> island and he's going to society balls and this is another thing i'm gonna jump ahead of myself but it's stupid so this whole movie's stupid. i'm gonna come back to this in a minute so they meet at a society ball things like that and and bruce wayne doesn't really put it he's just kind of like oh good for you congratulations you've joined the 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 one percent good for you. you you beat me at my own game so then in a dream sequence or something, back to Chase Meridian, who I really don't give a crap about her character. Batman, I just like that she's obsessed with Batman so much, and she's not, she doesn't recognize it at all. But she's getting to know Bruce Wayne. She goes over to his house, and she talks he to him. He breaks down her door one time. Yeah, he breaks <laughs> down her door, and she kind of, she knows he's had some trauma in the past of losing his parents. So she's starting to like Bruce Wayne, so then Batman shows up. In the middle of the night. With creeper. no explanation. No. He's just like, I need to test this out, as Raj would do. And he just, he's on the outside of her, the ledge of her building, which she must have fuckloads of money to have that big loft of an apartment. And that and you know what real estate's open, like in Gotham. That big open uh, patio outside just stories up, and he just like sidles in and just waits while she it's so creepy and i think she's sleeping naked so she just kind of wraps herself up in a sheet and she walks up to him and then she says the same thing to him that she said to bruce wayne she's like well i've met someone have you now meaning oh batman i guess i can't really do anything with you because now i'm i'm interested in somebody else which also leaves the implication (laughs) that this is the third time he, I think he's seen her face to face, and maybe this would be like the third sentence they've talked to each other. The implication being that she was just gonna like, if not for Bruce Wayne, she was just gonna do it. Gonna like they were just they were just gonna go at it, <laughs> like probably with the bat yes. suit on. Uh. No, leave the mask on. <laughs> she probably wouldn't oh. even want to know his secret. Oh, that's so last tango in Paris. Okay, and then the funniest visual gag from the movie happens because <laughs> AJ's going to do it for the camera, and I'll explain it as it's happening for everybody listening to the audio podcast. She says, well, I've met someone. And he's like, okay, that's fine. I'll go. And then we get a close-up on his face. AJ, do the face. We don't even see his eyes. We just see this little <laughs> closed lip smile like, mm, just- he's so happy. Just this dumb little smile. It looks it looks like a little cartoon smiley face. Like yes, I'm gonna get the lady. I even did it more. I did it even worse because he's not smiling when he turns around. First he's just and it pops up like it's so funny. I hope you can find it. Oh god. Or then so Chase comes over to visit her new love interest Bruce Wayne at Wayne Manor. Now at this point, there was some kind of carnival or festival, and Nigma Tech had set up this fun box like oh. 
come in and we'll show you what your dreams mean or something like that. Uh, We'll read your mind. And Bruce Wayne's like, the fuck is this? So he goes in and he thinks he thinks there's something weird going on. But before he can shut it down, the machine sees a bat flying in his brain and the Riddler and Two-Face are like, oh shit, Bruce Wayne is Batman. That's how they figure it out. Not that Batman has all these super multi-million dollar accessories and weapons and things like that. No, that there's a bat flying in Val Kilmer's brain. So Two-Face and his BDSM goons break into Wayne Manor and they hit poor Alfred on the back of the head. They just smack the shit out of him. He's an old man. You could kill him. They, They don't. Somehow he lived, and he didn't even, he, he picked up Bruce and, like, sewed Bruce back together, and was just like, yeah, I fixed you. Yeah, Bruce I got, carried you to the couch, you ki- fat son of a bitch. Yeah, they kidnapped Chase, they beat the shit out of Bruce, which at this point, if you know Bruce Wayne is Batman, and he's your arch nemesis, why don't you just shoot him? They sort of just- Just kill him! They, because this is a 60s style Batman movie. They sort of just run in and fly and kick over his pool table or some shit and knock him out. And then they- Oh, and then the Riddler breaks into the Batcave and has oh, yeah. a fuckload of fun. Yeah, just he just blows everything up. Dancing. Prancing around. Hitting, hitting these, like, grenades with his cane, like a golf ball and shit like that. Yeah, and then he blows up the Batmobile. Screaming at the top of his lungs. At... <sighs> yes. So, uh, meanwhile, Dick Grayson has become the Robin. For a while, he tried to convince Bruce, like, I want to fight crime. I hate Two-Face. I want to fight crime. And so he finally lets him, and Alfred helps him put together a costume. So this is when we get to, I guess, Two-Face's lair but that's not the good part. The good part is the Riddler, as AJ hinted earlier, in his final boss form. Describe what he looked like. He was like a silver Power Ranger with spandex and sequins. <laughs> like he was sparkly and diamondy, and it. Elton John would have worn this in the height of his career. Yes. Like to, white to sequins. Of, yes. Oh God. It's like it would be like the winning costume on RuPaul's Drag Race. So. This white jumpsuit, green question marks, all in rhinestones and sequins, and a Which, sparkly mask, and his hair is all done up like he looks like an Alice in Wonderland. Up character. to here, we've already. No, he looks like somewhere between Ace Ventura and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Oh, it's the hair. He's got the Wolverine, like, hair. Up to this point, this is his fourth or third costume. Mm-hmm. Like, he had the nice. Well, okay, let's say four, because Enigma gets to wear a nice tuxedo. And then he has the Riddler tuxedo, which is pretty cool, too. And then he has the Riddler jumpsuit, which I don't care for too much, because it's Oh, the green one? Well, that goes back to the the classic costume from the 60s. Yeah, but it's still weird. And then we get this one, which is the culmination of everything. Yeah, oh, and what I was going to say earlier is that we don't get too much of him doing riddles like we do in say the batman with robert pattinson like, or even the frank gorshin he leaves batman. one set of riddles yeah, he leaves some little cards and they're kind of funny because it's always val kilmer's face doing something crazy but then it ends up that it basically is spelling out edward nigma's name telling him who he is and i'm like 
Nick Matek. Like, he has a company. He doesn't even have a mask. He's he has, on the like, U.S. Stock Strip. How did you not know, Bruce Wayne? He has the same big stupid mouth and teeth. He met him in a charity ball. His company is his company is probably like shooting up on the New York Stock Exchange. D- Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's <sighs> mouth is probably the most recognizable mouth in the world. If he's just doing his thing, and he was always doing his thing. <laughs> In this movie. Oh, yeah, he was, it was classic Jim Carrey. He was wonderful. So he's got Chase and Robin both in these things. They're, they're strung up. And if Batman doesn't, I don't even remember what the riddle is, but he's going to let one of them go so he can only save one following to their watery death. I can't remember. Okay, I'm forgetting something now. Before this happened, Robin does get to have a fight with Harvey, Two Face. Yeah. And he beats him. But he almost dies, and he didn't like that Two-Face said, like, you're chip off the old block. You murder people just like me. <laughs> and he was like, nah, I'll, I'll take you to jail. And he was like, ha, fucker. <laughs> he pulls a gun out, which is terrific. But after that, I guess that's how he got captured. Yeah, I guess now, they, I they didn't capture him at Wayne Manor. They, they captured him because Batman and Robin went to save Chase. So they have... And, so Batman, I forget what he does, but he does something to the Riddler and then all the brainwaves. So he was pulling in all the brainwaves from this people of Gotham and it was making him super intelligent. He basically intelligent. smashed the thing controlling everything. Yeah, it... so it was basically, have you seen Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Yeah. Oh, but remember at the end they go crazy where Kate Blanchett it? is like, oh, I want to know everything. Right. And it burns her brain and just, she just blows up because of all the information coming in. Basically It basically melts poor old Edward Nygma's brain. <laughs> and also they were both thrown in the same hole so Batman could totally save both of them. Yeah, I thought they were going to That was a little down. weird. Yeah, so he saves both of them. I don't give a shit. So then two faces <laughs> down there and he's going to shoot them. And then Batman's like, wait a minute, Harvey. Don't you want to flip your coin? He's like, oh, yes, Bruce, you've always been a good friend to me. Like, oh, he knows too. So everybody's just like, yeah, "Yeah, Bruce Wayne is totally Batman. So he flips the coin and Batman's like, ha-ha. And throws throws up two other ones. And poor Two-Face is just like, like, what? And he he falls to his death. What the fuck? (laughs) So Robin specifically decided to save him. Does not commit revenge and murder. And Batman's like, thank God, my time for murder. Because he murdered his villain. He fucking killed Joker in the first movie. With Michael Keaton? He fucking kills uh, uh, Penguin. In the second one. I know, because I cried. Old school Batman killed everybody. He fucked, and not even old school, just the old movies. He fucked everybody up. This one, he just like, ha, fucker. (laughs) And he didn't care at all. He made a one-liner and bye. <laughs> like bye. they left. Okay, bye, so then Two-Face. the the ending is the best part uh, for me. One of the best parts, at least. Okay, so Two Face is finally in Arkham Asylum. We no, finally no, no. get Riddler. He's no, like yeah, I'm sorry, Riddler. No. Riddler is finally in Arkham Asylum. We get the shot of Arkham. Flash lights or. Thunder or whatever. <laughs> because you know how they take care of the mentally ill in Gotham. They don't. And, and well, uh, Chastity McQueen, Chase McBanks, whatever her name is. Chase Meridian. Yeah, that. Uh, sounds like a porn star name. It does. Um, she, she gets this call and they're like, okay, we got a new guy in here. He's crazy, but he knows who Batman is. And she's like, okay, I'll be right down there. I'm like, how does this bitch not know who Batman is? Everybody else in this movie knows who Batman is. And she's... 
She's seen a psycho- him. She's a psychologist. They talked about how he was Bruce. They kept calling him Bruce in front of her. Yeah. Like, she's... Okay, but wait. I think at the end, she comes out and she's like, okay, we're good. And so she knows anyway. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. It seems like she doesn't know. So she goes in there, and they look into the, the last room in the building, and they can't see anybody. They're like, um, Ed? Fuck are you? <laughs> he comes out from the wall, he's just like... I am the bat. <laughs> and he's like in a fucking straitjacket that he's turned into wings. Yeah. Or some shit. Poor old Edward Nigma. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I think Gotham is decades behind their treatment of the mentally ill. Arkham is horrible. I mean, they already said that Two-Face was schizophrenic, which he isn't. He's not. <laughs> he's got DID or whatever. Yeah. So that's Batman forever. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was hilarious. I every it, second. I laughed I, yeah, every I laughed second. My head off in this whole movie. Jim Carrey was hilarious. Tommy Lee Jones was hilarious. Val Kilmer unintentionally hilarious. Nicole Kidman, meh, I could have taken her left her character. Dick Grayson, I don't give a shit about Robin. So. Val Kilmer is so fucking deadpan the entire He's movie. He's dead and that makes it funny. Which I don't think it was supposed to, but it makes it really. It makes it funny because the Ben Affleck Batman is kind of a smartass. Like, what's your superpower? I'm rich, so he's a dick, and he's he's kind of funny. That wouldn't have worked in this movie. He played it like a like a noir movie, <laughs> played it totally straight faced. He did. Yeah, it's so, so awesome. So I've got some questions for you. So thinking about all the live action Batman movies that are out there, now that I remember the Ben Affleck ones, I guess we can count those too. Mm. Who is the best Batman, in your opinion? I, man, I don't think there's actually a good Batman, to be honest. I might go with Michael Keaton. I don't know. I don't like any of them, for me. They're... Like, they're they're fine. Most of them. Most of them are fine. But nobody ever made me go like, oh, thank God, this guy... Started playing I know Batman. Robert Pattinson really impressed me in the Batman. Which he, the, the more I get away from that movie, the more I really like it. He but was it's also good. like, oh, okay, this is interesting. He was good, but none of them have made me think that's him. No, that's and, Bruce Wayne and Batman. Who might? I wish I could see him play Batman. I don't know if he has a very good American accent though. It's Scott Adkins. Mm, could he pull off Bruce Wayne though? That the. Yeah. <laughs> he just has to use some of his English charm without the English accent. Oh, there would be the best 360s and 540s yes. and spin kicks. He's physically the most accurate version of Batman. Or what if it's Batboyka? Oh, come on. No. So, I, don't need, I don't need a Russian version of Batman. Yes, we need the Russian version of Batman, and it's Boyka. If The Red Sun is ever a live-action film, Sure. Make him, yes. Make him okay. Russian Batman. So the best Batman, we, I don't know if we really have one. How about if I had to pick, I'm going with Christian Bale. I might go with Christian Bale too because he's physically he can kick the most ass. I hate his voice. Yeah, that's that horrible, dumb. That dumb voice of his. I think all the voices are dumb. Val Kilmer didn't even try. He, no, he's just he's just same the voice same voice the, the entire time. Yeah. Okay. Who's the best Bruce Wayne? Pattinson gets the most time as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But. Like, he doesn't... Okay, he makes... They made that Bruce Wayne, like, almost a new character. Mm-hmm. Because usually it's like, oh, he's the... 
playboy asshole, sort of, which Christian Bale did okay. He did okay as that. Um, He'd show up drunk to places. I was thinking of Adam West because he really played into playboy millionaire because back then he was <laughs> I mean, a since he couldn't be the physical rendition of No, Batman. here's this 45-year-old hot Bruce Wayne. Um, um, I liked Michael Keaton's little twist of crazy in his Bruce Wayne. Sometimes that Beetlejuice voice would come out. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe George Clooney's the best one. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> um, I guess Robert Pattinson. He's the best character that happened to be Bruce Wayne. Maybe. All right. So, best love interest. Fucking Catwoman from the new one? Yeah. Maybe. Just because it's her? Yeah. Like, she's looking pretty good. She's... She's got a lot of baggage. Then again, so does Bruce Wayne. And then she leaves him like, bitch, you know he's Bruce Wayne. He's rich. Stay with him. Now, I was thinking about, I keep going back to the Michael Keaton Batman. Maybe because that's the first Batman movie I remember watching. Vicki Vale, um, Kim Basinger's character, she was pretty good. And she figures out, she finds out who he is. I think he tells her and she's just like, oh, that's cool. She doesn't get weird about it. Yeah. So, I didn't, yeah, that's okay. I didn't care for Michelle Fiverr. Is Catwoman? Nah. I, I know a lot of people think that she was really good. I didn't care for her very much. So I'm sticking with, what's her name? I can't remember her name, though I know her name. That Zoe played Kravitz? Zoe Kravitz, yes. I'm going with her, so she Catwoman. she was Selena Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, okay, the best Alfred. Michael Caine's pretty damn good, but he's he just is. Michael Caine. He's Michael Caine in every movie. If he was just a bit younger, I think he would be even better. Because he could still be sort of like, I'm the guy that taught Bruce how to fight when he was a kid. Sort of badass dude. He talks about, when he tells a story about the guy burning money and some people just want to watch the world burn, he talked about being in the military or something. And that's what I always like is is, uh, he has this special ops background. That Alfred, so I'm going to go with Michael Caine. Yeah, although I do really enjoy that the old Michael Caine for just, not Michael Caine, the old... um, uh, Alfred, just for how Michael, nice he is. Michael Goff? Yeah, yeah he makes really you feel sweet. at home. He really does. Like, at the beginning, it's all this dramatic stuff, and he says, so would you consider taking a sandwich? So he's just straight-faced the whole time. He's hilarious. So, okay, best Robin. Now, you can include some of the animated ones. I'm gonna go with Burt Ward from the 1960s. I liked him. <laughs> oh, and speaking of Robin, they do a holy... They do, they do a joke. You know how Robin is always like, holy microphone, Batman. They're, it's, they're yelling in my yeah. ears. So when Val Kilmer and uh, Chris O'Donnell are climbing up something, Robin goes, holy rusted metal, Batman. And Batman's just like, huh? That's exactly <laughs> what he, he just, <laughs> That was the exact thing Val Kilmer said was, huh? He, he was like tone for tone, a dad that's working on something and their kid says some shit across the room. Huh? Like, what? Yeah, and he's like, "This Fucking... it's metal with holes in it. It's holy rusted metal. And Batman's just like, oh, okay. Like, he didn't even, like, he didn't even explain it like, ha, huh, I made a pun. He was just like, yeah, it, it, there's, it's rusted through with holes. Like I loved Val Kilmer's reaction. So, but my favorite Robin is the one from the 1960s, Burt Ward. I, hmm, I don't like Robin, like, as a character until he's an adult. Like, my favorite Robin is Tim Drake, who is never in anything. He's not in any of the media at all, ever. He's just in the comics, and he becomes Red Robin, which is dumb, but I like him because he's the only one who almost found out who Bruce Wayne was, and that's why Bruce picked him up as Robin. Mm, Because he's got those detective skills. He found Bruce's Patsy, 
like the the persona he created to be Batman if somebody followed the leads. Yeah. And then Bruce realized it and went to him and like sort of adopted him. So yeah. that's my favorite Robin because most of the Robins are kind of annoying. So I, that's who I'm going with. Okay, well I'm gonna go with the classic sixties best villain. Can't really beat Heath Ledger. I was Joker. thinking of Heath Ledger. Yeah. You can't. Now, okay, but he's the obvious choice. He's everybody's gonna and I was thinking about this, like my favorite Christopher Nolan movie is actually The Dark Knight Rises with Bane. So I like the plot because I don't really remember much about The Dark Knight. I don't care about the Harvey Dent stuff. I don't care about Rachel. I love Heath Ledger, but I don't the rest of that movie doesn't really stay so, with me. I can watch The Dark Knight Rises over and over again. So I love if that you movie. Didn't ha- so if you didn't go with the one that everybody would pick, which is Heath Ledger Heath Joker, Ledger. who would it be? Who would it be? Um Oz from the Batman, Colin Farrell, Oswald Cobblepot. He is amazing. Incredible. He's so good. Um, is he the worst villain? No, that's usually the Joker. No, he's just... The Riddler did some horrible stuff in the Batman. He's just funny and amazing and gets away with really fucked up shit for some reason. Yeah, he um, was just... He was a likable villain. Cesar Romero is the... I keep going back to the one in the 60s because I watched that a lot as a child. Um, Cesar Romero was good. I liked all the... I was thinking probably my favorite consistent character villain played by different actors as the Penguin because we had Burgess Meredith in the 60s. We had Danny DeVito in the 90s. He was basically just Frank Reynolds. And then we had Colin Farrell as Oz in yeah. The Batman. Ugh, let's see, man. So consistently over time, Jared Leto ruined the Joker Stra- panel of actors. Strangely enough, there are only two of them. But they're kind of played perfect in both of these movies is Riddler. Ooh. Yes. Like, in the new Batman, Riddler, super weird and creepy and has the online incel thing going. Yeah. Really cool. And then in this movie, it's he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and that and the Riddler is a joke. He like, doesn't even have good riddles, but he's so funny. At this point, he's just a joke, and that's why it's okay in this movie, because it's so fucking funny. It's so funny. So, yeah. Riddler might be my favorite. I don't know. It's yeah. a secondary villain. Villain for villain in each one, and Frank Gorshin in the 60s is pretty good. Best Batmobile. Hands the down, the one for the Batman. On. That was some badass shit. The newest... I don't even like cars. It's like a Trans Am it's or so something. Badass. It's so Oh, it's so cool. Maybe because I've watched all these Fast and Furious movies, so I've got, I've got Vin Diesel in my head saying, yeah, nothing beats American muscle. Vin Diesel is Batman. <laughs> maybe, that's the, maybe that's the Batman we you, deserve. Nobody would be able to understand him. It, it's all about family because Batman or fucking uh, Bruce Wayne who would just grumble all the time. Nothing's more important with family. <laughs> I go to the graveyard to visit Stop mine. Stop doing that growling voice. I'm not doing that growling voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your dream cast, if you had to pick... A Batman, a villain, a love interest, and an Alfred. Ooh. Okay, I'm always over all time periods, so I want... I still think Scott Adkins, if someone taught him to do a really good no, American I'm accent... I'm going to keep it to the ones in the... It has to be the people in the it movies? It has to be the people Fuck. in the movies, yeah. Because I had a whole thing already. I would get him, I'd get Peter Lorre. Oh, uh, yes! He would Peter have Lurie's to be in there. Uh, we'll do this in separate categories. Okay, first, just the ones that already exist. Yeah. I feel like if we could get Christian Bale to stop doing the voice thing, yeah. I would keep Christian Bale. The Joker. Pleasure's the best. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, 
our favorite Joker. Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix. I want to see him in a movie where he actually takes on Batman, even though he's kind of old. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. I didn't. Even, we didn't even think of him when we were going through favorite best villains. Best Jokers. Yeah. Well, that's that's best one villains. Of my, that's probably well, my favorite live action Batman movie is Joker. He's the best villain. I'm going back because he gets a whole movie to himself. It's not really fair, but still. Okay. So him, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I'm going with Zoe Kravitz for the love interest. Uh, Bane's got to be the uh, Tom Hardy Bane. Oh, yeah. The, I love that Bane. Not the one that we're about to watch, but Batman and Robin Bane. Mm-mm. No, mm. no, no, no. Alfred, I kind of want to see more of... Um, who was it then, the new one? Oh, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. I want to see more of him. Maybe. He kind of bored me. In, like, even when he got blown up, I was like, oh, whatever. But he, but he was, like, actually actively involved, and I, I believed it. Because in all the animated stuff and the comic books, Alfred is dumb. Dumb, fucking stupid smart about all the technology and <laughs> shit. Dumb, fucking stupid smart. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. Like, I'm like, Alfred's not dumb. What? <laughs> it, he's just, he's always, like... Oh, yes, Mr. Bruce, I pulled up the thing and decoded the thing, and I... Oh, and I also downloaded LimeWire for your entertainment. <laughs> um, he's always like, knows all this shit, and there's no way this old fuck would know all these things. Yeah. But Andy Serkis doing decoding and shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So, dream cast of existing characters. Now, you were saying you want Scott Adkins as Batman. Yeah. Who would you pick for your villain? My voice keeps cracking. God. I think it's the whiskey. Oh, okay. Like I said, all time periods. I'm going throughout all history of actors. Um, Peter Lorre. Actually, I, I'm not changing my answer on, on Batman, but Humphrey Bogart would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he would get all the ladies. Uh, Yeah. So, okay. Scott Adkins. Sam Spade is, as Batman. Yes, because he's a detective. Yeah. <laughs> and he's an asshole. Yeah. Um, So, Scott Adkins is Batman. Peter Lorre, who would he play, though? Not the Joker. He's too subdued. No. Maybe the Riddler. I was I was thinking maybe the Penguin. Because mm, he kind of looks like one. And he, he likes that strip in his hair. Oh, like in The Man Who Knew Too yeah. Much? Yeah. Maybe. I could see him doing backdoor deals and shit. Just like, kind of a gangster? You can't touch me. I have all the mafia. All the police are in me. my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that. Um, so more of a gangster is Oswald Cobblepot. Or he could just be a gangster. Yeah. Um, and... He could be Moroni. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Ooh. Young Anthony Hopkins as the Joker. Or young Anthony Hopkins as Alfred. What? What? He was amazing in The Elephant Man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Fucking... He was... Uh, Hannibal Lecter? No. Oh, no, I'm, I'm fucking people up again. My bad. Not Anthony Hopkins. But he could be Alfred. Michael, Malcolm? McDowell. McDowell. <gasps> Young Malcolm McDowell is the Joker. Ooh. But yes, Anthony Hopkins could be somebody too. He could be Alfred. Old Anthony Hopkins could be Alfred. He could be. Okay. So, there's too many live action ones to do he a He could also ranking. be Obi-Wan Kenobi. He could be Obi-Wan Kenobi. No, wait, no, that's that's Malcolm McDowell too. Old Malcolm McDowell? Old Malcolm McDowell. My bad. <laughs> You're mixing up. This is what happens when we watch movies I'm TV referencing all the things time. that my audience doesn't know anyway because it's just shit we talked about when we were watching movies. So, 
Yeah, so there's too many live action ones to do a full ranking. So I'm going to ask you, what are your top, I'll let you pick three, top three Batman live action movies. Batman can't just be DC or... or... It can be all of Batman, so you can put Joker in there. <sighs> it's not fair though. He's not, there's no Batman in Joker. I know. Um, okay, that'll be honorable mention. Joker, out of all of them, Joker is miles and miles above as far as movie quality. Okay. So. I got it. Right. So, the new Batman, because it's like... It's really good. It's pretty pretty good. Um, the Dark Knight, because it's like the quintessential Batman film. It's like, I think, if you were taking a poll, 80% of people, that would be the only one left if you could only have one. And this one, for the hilarity. Mm, okay, so Batman Forever, The Dark Knight, and The Batman. Yeah. Okay, my top three is going to include The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Um, the Dark Knight Rises is my favorite out of the Christopher Nolan trilogy. And then also, probably, um, I'm going to go with the 1960s Batman. I thought you would. Yeah. For nostalgia, but it's also a fun, a really fun movie. So we each picked a comedy, uh, the quintessential Nolan-like real world one. Although I picked The Dark Knight Rises. I know, the one but still, and the new one. The new one. Okay, so, worst two. Ooh. And we can't count Batman and Robin because we haven't seen it yet. So oh, that would probably be one of the worst. Um, I've got my two. You're going to say... Uh, hold on. You're going to say the first Christian Bale one. Yes, I hate Batman Begins. Yeah, I hate Batman that Begins. movie. I um, almost couldn't remember what it was called. I hate Batman that movie. Batman Begins is such a weird name. It's boring. I hate that movie. I that like one that movie. and then Batman versus Superman because I hate Ben Affleck Batman. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting they even exist. Because they're shitty. So Batman versus Superman, yeah. But one of the worst. And I guess the second Michael Keaton one... Batman Returns? Oh, I can't. It's I not can't make good. that one. No, it's not good, but it's funny. It's it is funny, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be sad if I never saw it again. Like it wouldn't kill me. So. Oh, I think mine's from nostalgia. Oh, and something that it has "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal at the end, which That's makes true. no sense. No sense. At the end of Batman Forever, there was kind of this poppy U two song, which yeah. I'm like, what? This doesn't really. But it was the '90s, so I don't know. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll change my answer a little bit. Um, I'll just get rid of both Ben Affleck Batman films that he's in. I don't remember oh, what Oh, the Justice ones. League? Yeah. Um, because I thought he was okay. I thought he was all right. She doesn't. I don't get shit. I think he's, hate him. I think he's fine. He's supposed to be kind of the older Dark Knight Returns Batman. That's cool. But... Those movies weren't good, so. No, oh, they were terrible. Batman and Superman was so freaking long, and that was, so was the Batman. They, they both, but the problem was like, the big climax is over, the movie's over. No, it's not. Oh, shit. So, so yeah, so I don't have any more Batman questions, do you? So, the, the next podcast we're going to do is Batman and Robin with George Clooney and the nipple suit, and I, I am a... The hunch that that is going to be a pure hate watch. I'm fairly certain this Batman suit also had that. He did in one of them. Oh, this was a really funny scene with the Val Kilmer one. They redid the suit because his old one got destroyed, and they did close-ups on, like, the gauntlets and the cape and the chest piece, and then a close-up on the ass. <laughs> I forgot about like, this. No, and it wasn't just, like, a rounded ass. It was in the crack. <laughs> you saw Batman's crack. It was, it was like... 
<laughs> it was just a close-up on the butt. It didn't, it wasn't even just a close-up. They, they zoom in. <laughs> they wait for him to turn. Like, he's showing it. And they go. <laughs> that seemed very, like, Spongebob Adventure Time kind of kind of butt crack humor. <laughs> it was so weird. Okay, so, yes, we recommend Batman Forever as a guilty pleasure yes, for sure. Yes, Batman oh, is. Oh, okay. Batman is a slut. So we've talked about he is Batman, <laughs> Batman recommendations. But what about other recommendations for maybe other actors who are in this movie? I've got I've got a few. Dumb and Dumber with Jim Carrey. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. With older, wiser Jim Carrey. We talked about this on one of our earlier podcasts. And he's... As he, Dr. Robotnik. And he's his fucking kind weird of, cartoony self. But he's subdued and angry. Okay, and if you don't want to watch the movie, just YouTube, Google search Dr. Robotnik dance scene. And it has it's this so incredible amazing. song called Where Evil Grows from 1971 by the Poppy Family. And I'm obsessed with that song. It is very good. Okay, so I have two more. The two Tim Burton Batman movies, because I think they're funny. And then No Country for Old Men with Tommy Lee Jones as he should be. <laughs> Quiet and steady and Texan. Yeah, Tommy, I... I appreciate that he reached out for an opportunity like this. But. I, well, the whole time, we knew he said that thing like, son, I can't abide your buffoonery. But he's a buffoon the whole time. Maybe his difference was... He's insane. He, he turned it on for the character, though. Maybe when he... I think when in they between said cut, takes... Yeah. Like... He was probably just chill in between Jim takes. was probably cracking jokes and staying in character, not to be an asshole, but just because it was funny. Because it was Jim Carrey. And then... Then Tommy Lee Jones was probably just like, cut? Okay. So... Any any lines? Did I miss anything? Do we need? Okay, let's go again. All right, and ah, fucking <laughs> turned it on. <laughs> but, huh? I don't know if I even have a recommendation. Watch this movie. I this is like known to be one of the most hated Batman movies, and I don't know why. It's comedy gold. It's amazing. If you just accept that it's a comedy, it's one of the best Batman movies ever. Watch Harley Quinn. There you go. Harley uh, Quinn, the, the animated show. the animated series, which I think is coming out with a new season soon. <gasps> oh boy! On okay, HBO, you can, HBO Max. You can watch it on HBO Max. All right. So, anything else? We're on Twitch and YouTube and th- shit. Um. <laughs> How did this is joining our cult and being my victim? The things AJ said: Twitch, YouTube, Discord, which I don't know how that works. Anchor, Spotify iTunes. We're also on Instagram, Movie Painter Pleasure Podcast, and you can follow me on Instagram, Melanie Gibson Author. So, go watch Batman Forever. <sighs> AJ, anything else? I didn't yawn until just now. Until the whole video. The end, he held out. <laughs> that's okay. a that's a new thing for me. Bye. <laughs>